Hi, thank you for tuning into this short story episode of the Digital Nomad Stories podcast. Over the past months, I've interviewed a lot of digital nomads and I've learned so much from all of them. I wanted to highlight some of the key insights I got from all the interviews released so far. So I decided to release a 10 to 15 minute short story episode every Thursday, in addition to the full interviews that go live every Monday. Hey Nomads, I have another super cool interview or like part of a super cool interview to share with you today. Uh, This is one of the, I would say like earlier interviews that I did for the podcast. And this was such a fun one. The guest on the podcast is Yassin Aboukir. He is an ethical hacker. I think this is officially the (laughs) most interesting digital nomad job that I ever heard. So as an ethical hacker, he tries to hack companies, finds security problems, and then he tells them like, hey, this is what I found. And then the company pays him for it. So that's the long story short of what he does. That also means that his pay is pretty unstable. Like it could mean that he would work days or weeks or even months without finding anything. And that also means that he wouldn't get paid. But then also, like if he does find something, and if he finds something huge, then he gets a lot of money in one go. So yeah, interesting. That also means that he doesn't have to work like certain hours. He can literally decide to not work at all for days, weeks, months, whatever. In this part of the interview, we actually go into work-life balance and how he structures his digital nomad life. So how do you even find motivation to work when you're in all these amazing places and no one tells you like, hey, you should work. The only thing that might happen is that your bank account will end up at zero or below zero. But that's all like no one will ever tell you like, hey, you have to work today. So how do you do that? That is what Yasin will answer in this part of the interview. And also go to the show notes to click on the link to hear the full interview. It's it's really a good one. So you definitely want to check that one out as well. All right, here we go. This is my favorite part of the interview I had with Yasin. Like my background is actually business. I majored in fine in, in in corporate finance, then management of information systems, it was purely management. So I was at the end of the the university year and I had one last internship that I had to do before I can actually graduate. And I was already working for this company, for HackerOne actually, the freelancing platform because I managed to get a contract with them. So I was working for them when I was in university and I thought to myself, I don't actually, with the internship, I can just like work for the company. I already work for a company. So my work equals my internship. And I don't, it was a remote job because it was a US based company. I was in France and I thought I'm already working remotely. I already have a job. So, and it was in January, December and January, 2017, 2018. So it was very cold in France. You know, it's very cold in Europe. Yeah. And I, <laughs> Yeah, I was I was talking to a friend of mine. He's a freelancer as well, and we decided we, we should just go to Thailand. We just go to Thailand. Just go the, to some, Thailand. <laughs> yeah, just book a ticket, go to Thailand, spend our internship there. Like go to Thailand and intern there, like remotely. So that's what we did. We actually booked the flight. It was on February 2018, 
And we went there, we spent one hell of a month. We really liked it. We barely worked, to be honest, <laughs> as, a, as a starter, we barely worked. It was, there was basically a lot of partying, but it was amazing. I really liked it. And I got hooked since then. And it was Thailand, then came back from Thailand, went straight to Portugal. because I heard the, 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 the digital nomad community is pretty big there. So I went to Portugal and that's how, and so on actually. Never so that's went how home again. <laughs> never went home again. <laughs> occasionally, occasionally. <laughs> yeah, except for when the pandemic hits, I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. That Other was that. That. <laughs> Other than that, it was just like always on the road. And I really liked it. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so you mentioned that um, you didn't work a lot when you were in uh, Thailand that first time. Um, how do you make sure that you have a good work-life balance when your pay is so fluctuating and you don't have to work like no one's telling you to work um, but also if you don't work then you don't find anything to report to the companies you don't get paid so how do you how do you stay motivated and how does your work day look like all right so that's actually the most challenging part of being a digital nomad like how do you structure your lifestyle? How do you organize it? And it's, it's, it's very hard, like even for me as well. I don't have like a very balanced lifestyle, like work slash life, but, uh, but I, I do my best. Like how I, how, I, how I do it is that I try, I try as much as I can to actually stay for as long as I can in the country where I go to so that I can actually feel settled down a little bit. When I first started, no money. I was not doing that. I was a fast traveler, to be honest. But uh, over the time, uh, I'm starting to actually settle down a little bit to in, in places where I go to. And uh, I try to like wake up as early as I can and get my work finished by like, say, 2 p.m., 3 p.m. Like just say a couple of five hours of worth of work would be fine for me. Uh, but it, it's not it's, 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 I, I don't do that on, like on a consistent basis, to be honest with you. Like it's very, it's very, it, it fluctuates a lot. And especially depends on the country that you go to. For example, if you go to Thailand, you know that you're surrounded with all those distractions and it's very hard to focus on work. But uh, for me, as, uh, as, as long as I feel like I put in enough hours and then I've got like, Decent, like I found uh, like a guy, like I found like say decent number of vulnerabilities that would cover my stay and stuff like that. So I just, I don't, I, I don't, I don't care if I don't work like afterwards, to be honest. Yeah. I think that's very nice of your job that if, if you yeah. just, if you just found something that you're like, okay, that's it yeah. for the month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, also like I, I try to like, like go to coffee shops i go to coffee shops a lot i don't i don't go to co-working spaces that much to be honest but this is something that i actually feel that i need to change like with, with the coffee shops it's it, sometimes it's very noisy very very annoying like the surroundings but if you go to a co-working space it's it, i think it's more it's more like a, a fixed place they're like very calm like like-minded surrounded by like-minded people so this is something that i i actually Aim to do the next time, like be more, go more to co-working spaces than actually coffee shops. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely see that. It's so nice if everyone is working, even if they're not working on the same thing. It just feels nice that you're not alone, right? At least I have that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And at the same time, like, I also try, like, to go more to Airbnbs than actually hostels. Because, like, I've seen when you go to a hostel, it's a whole kiosk, actually. It's like, you don't have privacy. You don't have a place where you can actually work. So I prefer to go to Airbnbs and find a place where I can have like a nice setup, like a nice desk where I can just work from home without having to go to the coffee shops or even spend money on those co-working spaces that I know I'm not going to commit to. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I totally understand what you said about the hostels. Um, because everyone is there for vacation, right? So everyone is like going to the beach and going on hikes. And then you're like, no, I cannot come. I have to just set up my computer and <laughs> watch this computer exactly. screen all day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And also when actually, when you go to the co-working spaces, you actually meet like-minded people and they have the almost the same interests. While when you go to a hostel or when you go to those coffee shops, like you meet a lot of backpackers and you know, as you said, backpackers, they are only there for leisure. So, or when you go on those couch surfing hangouts where you end up just like partying the whole time, basically just having a lot of fun, not even caring about work. So it also... It depends on the people that you actually hang out with or the environment that you are surrounded by. Yeah, absolutely. I totally see that. Um, so next time you want to hit the co-working spaces, what are more of your future plans? Where do you want to go? And what do you want to do? Tell me the bucket list. All right. So, uh, so basically, I really love Southeast Asia. I, I love it. Like I, I, I pretty much consider it to be my my home, I would say. So before the pandemic, I was actually well, I think I told you I was actually willing to go back to Bali. I really wanted to go back to Bali and just settle down there for as long as I can, like for at least a year. Uh, that's what I had in plans. But then with the pandemic and the Bali and the Indonesian government does not want to reopen the borders anytime soon. It's, it's, it's been like since last year, it's been like next month, we're going to reopen. Yeah. After, yeah. Then January, we're certain we're going to reopen. <laughs> so it's been, been just like this and they're still yeah. closed and I'm still waiting on them. So yeah, I, for my plans, I have Bali in, in sight and I also want to go to Thailand and back to Vietnam as well. Like basically going to be roaming between three countries, going to be Bali, a pocket in Thailand and Hanoi or Da Nang. I, I haven't been there in Vietnam. Yeah. Oh, Da Nang. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, I really liked Vietnam. It was amazing. And I haven't been to Da Nang, but you did actually. But mm -hmm. I, I heard it's actually the perfect place for digital nomad. It's very calm compared to Hanoi, right? Everything is calm compared to Hanoi. <laughs> oh my god that's so true like was... new york city is calm compared to, to hanoi <laughs> that is so true i have never seen such a chaotic city yeah. as hanoi it was it was mind-blowing but but like still it was very beautiful like i they say there is beauty in chaos and that's that was hanoi actually <laughs> yeah 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 definitely but i think that you will like Danang. i mean i've been raving about Danang in on this podcast <laughs> for multiple episodes so I won't go too deep into it but it's it's definitely amazing 
And that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it very, very much. I would appreciate it even more if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts for me. That way, more people can find this podcast, more people can hear the inspiring stories that we're sharing, and the more people we can impact for the better. So thank you so much if you are going to leave a review. I really appreciate you. And I will see you in the next episode.